We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what I imagine will be the best Gilcast of the year. Not not the best for us, but the one that you guys are going to enjoy the most. Um, this is the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. You might be listening to this on the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling. And, you know, we kind of ended the show last week where we all had the same team, a cash without a sweat, and we were like, this is just not good content. Like, someone... Someone needs to lose. And, um, well, guys, I just updated my spreadsheet before we got on here, and I, I, I turned in a cool minus 98.6% ROI week. So um, the people the people got what they've been asking for. A lot of, lot of fucking losers in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, 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 we're sitting here, uh, you know, after every podcast, just like, <laughs> so the show's not good. We're just winning so much money. We're just printing. <laughs> And the fantasy gods uh, decided that they were they were not going to have any more of that, and here we are, uh, broken. It, it was time for Davis to take it in the teeth. Yeah, boy, Davis, did that's, I. That's that's. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. What can you do? The only I'm looking for some positive things, and the thing that I feel most thankful for today is that I did not spend like 580 American dollars to sit in the lower bowl of Chiefs Cowboys because if you thought that I was distraught and upset right now, having to drive home three hours in the cold after watching what happened at Arrowhead tonight. 
I, I don't know if I would have made it. I might've, I might've just, I might've just geared off or just hoped for someone, you know, slept on the side of the road and hope someone ran into my car or something. Cause it was just not, just not a good day. Not a good day. No. It wasn't a good day. Uh, I mean, really after the morning games, I had hope and I was like, well, Dallas, a little bit of hope. Yeah. Dallas Casey will save us. Uh, they didn't save us chief. We got the blade and I mean, it was just really, really, really that. I mean, that game was maybe one of the worst games of the day. I think it, it, it like rivaled Baltimore and the bears taking expectation in, into account. It definitely was the worst game of the day. Cause I mean, every time I'm just like, this is it. This yeah. is the time that Mahomes is going to do it. it it's going to explode the game. No, I mean, literally playing Mahomes in cash games on DraftKings.com and having him barely get to 10 points was one of the more tilting weeks in cash I've had that I can remember. And I made money in cash. It doesn't matter. It was tilting to say the least. So I'm tilted tilted that you made money in cash. Nate. (laughs) I, I, did you guys share my feeling that this was a difficult week? Like I, I really wasn't decided on what I wanted to play until like five minutes before lock. No. No, I no. thought I thought there were like three-ish playable teams. Both both of your guys' teams I had saved um, at one point. I just I thought that the I thought that like you know most of the time there's like one pretty clear optimal, but I thought that the cheap running back plays were all very similar this week, and they all had way more warts than they did like last week. For example, like there were no warts on the cheap running back plays this week, and I thought other than Jeff Wilson Jr every cheap running back play had a wart to some degree. I mean, I, I had the same team. I was kind of confused as to why you seemed so shook this morning, to be totally honest. Same. You were shook and both me and Sammy were like, I have the same team I've had since Thursday night. Yeah. Well, the main um, reason why is I wasn't considering McCaffrey at all. Like I, I was not, I didn't consider playing a McCaffrey team at all. And then once I started toying with McCaffrey teams, because uh, ETR had McCaffrey projected like six or seven points ahead of every other site. And I hadn't run optimals with a blended optimal yet. I'd just been using our stuff at, at DR. And then when I was running the blended optimals, I was starting to get more McCaffrey. And then Tua was coming in. And then for a second, Tyler Huntley was coming in. And it just like, there was just like a... so. Also for me, cause I'm updating our projections and stuff like at the same time that I'm working on these lineups. And so like, I'm just seeing how the numbers all sit and work together. And like before um, docking Baltimore's offensive efficiency as a team and just using their, their baseline numbers, Huntley was projecting for like 18 DraftKings points. Cause he was just projecting like Lamar. Like Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think too many, I think you got shook by the Tony Jones news. You got shook I, off yeah, I legit, I, I legit, I legit. Yeah, D- got D- shook Davis by was that. worried about Tony Jones. Yeah, like when I told you I was not like I'm like I'm playing Mark Ingram, and you're like, aren't you worried, Tony Jones, bro? And um, I, I mean, I yeah, I didn't love the Tony Jones news, but it wasn't going to take me off of Ingram. To me, I saw, I thought there was like the top four running backs for me all week were AJ Dillon. Uh, obviously well, wait, 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 stop. We can continue this in a second. Let's go through the scores and the teams real quick. So Nate played Patrick Mahomes, AJ Dillon, Mark Ingram, Michael Gallup, T Higgins, Devonte Adams, Dallas Goddard, Jeff Wilson Jr. And the Browns defense. Uh, he scored 
Sammy played Tua, A.J. Dillon, Jeff Wilson Jr., Tyreek, Gallup, T, Cole Komet, Christian McCaffrey in the Browns defense. Uh, that was the team I had waking up this morning. Sammy, I, I had that same team. And then I played Mahomes, A.J. Dillon, Jeff Wilson Jr., Tyreek, Gallup, T, played Dalton Schultz, David Montgomery, and the Browns defense. Dude, no, no wonder. Wait, what was your score? You got to say it out loud. Oh, yeah, 90. I, I just lost points. I got stat corrected. 91.9. <laughs> I mean, David Montgomery, like, buddy, what was he owned in cash games? Like 10%. Dude, when, when, like when you're like, baby. I'm having such a tough time with this day, I don't know what to do. And then you flipped over David Montgomery. I thought you were trolling. Like, I didn't think it was serious. I don't, I don't actually feel that bad. I, like, he was the guy, he was in the, the, aggregate optimal he played 85 percent of the snaps last week he played 94 percent this week he he led the slate in percentage of snaps played by the team by let, and me, percentage let me ask of you a question Davis. Carries. can you uh can you pay your mortgage or can your family eat with no snap rate? no no it really can't no. um he got one i mean Davis. Yeah, like you hate the, David like, Montgomery, bro. You I, I do. I hate David Montgomery. Really, you know, I considered him and I considered him and Ingram pretty close, but the the passing the, volume for Ingram should have put you over the edge. Ingram actually is used in the passing game and always had been. That was why I thought it was funny that everybody was so off of Ingram compared to a Jeff Wilson or anybody like that. Like, yeah, but but Montgomery got two targets in his return last week. He'd been targeted four times a game. It before he got hurt, you know, like I, it just it just felt the Bears just don't throw the ball. They throw the ball 15, 20 times. Yeah, like I mean the hit. the the case would be the argument for why Montgomery was a bad play is just that the Bears are a bad offense that runs at a low volume. Uh but you know those things are true of like DeAndre Swift and Najee Harris too. Yeah. Well like I, I mean, was was David Montgomery the best play I've ever made? When I'm sitting here looking at like no, obviously, but when I'm sitting here looking at this lineup, I'm not like I'm not like, oh, David Montgomery's really the guy that ruined this lineup. Like David Montgomery, David Montgomery is like whatever. You know, he 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 didn't score a touchdown, so he didn't end up being a good play. Um, you know, Miles Gaskin scored a touchdown. Ingram caught uh, what four passes on the final drive, so he kind of got there. Oh yeah, um, he he got he got so much trash. Davis, do you want to rank uh, the the worst three plays of your of your lineup? Well, the worst play is T. I mean, T, T, just at this point, T, I, I never, literally never again. Like, if I ever post a lineup sending to you guys with T in it, just be like, fuck you, start over. Like, T is the worst. And Mahomes is actually the second worst because Mahomes was mentally weak. The correct yes. play was to a Tegavailola. He, he, that, that, that is incorrect. No. You know what the correct play was. The correct well, play Cam, was Cameron. Cam. Cameron Newton and we are all mentally weak we bastards. So mentally, mentally weak. weak. I am taking the L for all of us because yeah. I mean, literally, I sent you guys a lineup on Monday and then I had Cam Newton, and then we got worried about PJ, PJ Walker. Walker. PJ Walker, which was never ever ever gonna happen. He was never gonna get a snap. He was never gonna cuck Cam. He was dust. It's over. And yet, for some ungodly no, reason, it's un- it's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. completely unforgivable. Unforgivable, yeah, and is. I lost hundreds because of this decision to play Tua, who throws like a sixty-seven mile an hour fastball. I played him 
instead of Cam Newton, the GOAT, the swaggiest QB that ever lived who can rush and pass and do all these things, I played Tua over Cam Newton. I am mentally freaking weak, and I need to, like, I need to self-exclude until I can get over this mental weakness. It's, it's, it's really, it's so, it's so bad because before, so our optimals when I was running them on Thursday were not all cam. Like it was, it was like 65% Mahomes, you know, 30% cam. And then like a smattering of other guys in a 150 run, but it was clear cam was like the best value play. And then I, I think I moved our stuff to 90% passing attempts, cam 10% PJ Walker, 22% 22% rushes cam 2% PJ Walker, whatever, but that, that was enough to swing it, you know, one and a half points or whatever to make two of the better points per dollar play. And so but even it's I just, just I just thought to myself, if I play a quarterback in cash, who's not getting hundred percent of the snaps, I'm, I'm going to, you're going to tilt. I'm going to tilt my face off yeah. and I couldn't do it if I was, I mean, but still, I it's it's it is amongst the the dumbest things that we have all collectively done like there's been worse plays that we've all done as one like one of us has done something that is like so beyond stupid but very rarely have we all three done something this dumb together that's right that's right this was this was us at our most mentally weak so so bad so bad i also i also think t t over waddle is like similarly bad because we just we just know how fucking useless t higgins is well i didn't i didn't have the the money to get i think my team was the only team that had the ability to choose actually but but you know what i would have had the money if i played cam newton instead of tua yeah oh yeah i would have had the money sammy talk about running back because you were the one who uh differentiated the most at running back i mean with with cmc i went the three value running backs of dylan wilson and um and ingram well, we all played dylan and wilson and yeah, i played, played, davis, I played wilson. davis went galbrain and, and played montgomery it was not talk about it was your, not nate look at your numbers i bet montgomery and ingram were separated by like two points maybe no montgomery was, was like not even you know, he was barely fat and slow and useless i mean come on bro like i'm like the number one i'm like the number one demon hater but so like i don't know you know some weeks you're looking at at all the projections and you're like yeah that i i honestly i i think i just leaned on the projection stuff as a crutch finally making the decision because i just did feel lost why, why i would have played gaskin, gaskin i would have played i would have played gaskin i would have played ingram i mean i did play ingram i yeah gaskin, like montgomery Gaskin and Montgomery are like the same play. They're both going to be the Gaskin is going to make up for a little bit with his receiving volume, but Montgomery will be more efficient as a rusher. Yeah. But also he's like playing the jets. Like he's just so much more likely to have a game script that goes in his favor. Enough. We've spent too much of this podcast on David freaking Montgomery. Sammy, talk to me about CMC. Cause I actually do think that was like a legitimate cash game discussion. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So, I mean, the big, the, the big point of, of, inflection in the lineup was do i pay up at quarterback and pay down for a value uh running back or do i pay up at running back and 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 pay down at qb and i just think in cash generally the right thing to do is to pay down at qb because we've talked about this a million times the ranges of outcomes in their scoring is is quite a bit closer and i just felt like so much less likely to to get the blade like (laughs) I hate Mark Ingram. Like Mark Ingram is is like old David Montgomery, right? No, dude. I think you're so much more likely to get the blade with a 5K wide receiver than uh, 
uh, you, like a 5K running back. No, dude, dude, Christian McCaffrey scored like 29, 28 points. Like he's scoring over 25 every week. I mean, week I, I don't, without let me be touchdown. clear. I don't think what you did was bad. I just think that there are a limited number of roster spots and the 5K running backs pick a 5K running back that projects well. They're all just much better bets than, you know, your, your, 5k wide receivers though what what you what you ended up doing was paying down at tight end and at quarterback how 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 did you not play john bates how is how like what why have you lost your brand he's a a blocker he's a blocking tight end man no no he's not every washington tight end every washington tight end has run 100 percent of the route like there was no reason to not expect crazy usage from him the same way that we saw with rsj and with uh thomas crazy i yeah, I mean, t- they, they're out there every snap. I mean, they, they are, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, here, when you start getting to, like, third-string tight ends, you, you start, like – Yeah, it's not like Ricky Seals-Jones is good, dude. He's been on, like, every practice squad. Yeah, but, R- but RSJ is a receiving tight end, and when you start getting yeah, to yeah. third string, you start, you start being like, well, are they just going to put this guy out for 100, or are they going to, like – bring one guy in for blocking and, you know, do this with another guy and like do a rotation. Like you can't just say, Oh yeah, this guy's going to come in and definitely play every snap. And on the flip side, to be clear, to be clear though, he did. I mean, he ran 24 routes. He yeah. had 98% snap share. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, but he I, had I'm the talking, exact same I'm talking, ho- I'm talking holistically. Like anytime you get to a third string tight end, you can't just say, Oh yeah, they're definitely going to use this guy like this. Like that—that's not man. How the NFL man works. who man who jammed Ross Dwelly has concerns over John Bates's athletic abilities. He scored two yeah. touchdowns that day. Sometimes it's a futile <laughs> thing. Sometimes it's a little bit more of an art. But I mean, Bates did outscore Komet because like Komet, who'd been getting six, seven targets a game, um, yeah, all of a sudden by just, Jimmy Graham, yeah, completely cucked. I mean, he was he was popping in in the projections he had a great point per dollar and with the extra money it was just like i didn't really see something specific that i could get i felt a whole lot more yeah, secure you could have not played t higgins yeah, yeah i mean that would have been really great <laughs> in retrospect really that, that dude that guy's a thief that guy's a thief of, of he's my a money thief of and joy and a thief of money yeah, yeah. but but i mean here, so here's the thing about mccaffrey i thought he was he had the upside that I didn't think any other player in that, in that sphere could get between the quarterbacks, obviously a quarterback can smash, but like McCaffrey, they get, they get between, eight, they, get, they get between 18 and 28, like 80% of the time. Exactly. Yeah, I McCaffrey, just thought this McCaffrey's was the guy, not only does he's the best fantasy player in all the land and he's under nine K. I mean, he has the highest floor of any fantasy player, but he's also got a ceiling that, that rivals anybody as well. And it's like, look, dude, I can, I can get this in and all I have to do is like pay down at quarterback. Sweet. So to me, that was, I knew my lineup would be quite a bit different because of that. Cause McCaffrey was not going to be widely owned in cash. And I actually paid, played extra this week. Cause I was like, bro, I know something everybody else doesn't that McCaffrey's the all-time goat and I am going to clean house this week. And uh, it did not come to pass my friends. It did not. Well, I mean, Cam, Cam is stealing points from him at the yeah, moment. Here was my I, thing I, on McCaffrey. Yeah. I, I actually thought, so I think McCaffrey, for me, like my, my running back rankings this week was Dylan, Wilson, McCaffrey, and then Ingram. I went, I got off of it, uh, McCaffrey solely because 
I, I do have questions of like, is CMC going to see that hundred percent workload that he used to see? Like he's, his body is just more frail. I mean, you see him just limping off and then coming back out and Chuba is getting work. And I thought cam at the, at the, in the uh, end zone is like at a the legit, goal line. Yeah. At the goal line is a legitimate that's, like threat to his workload. That's so at fair. eight, nine, like he was no longer the slam dunk play that he was at the beginning of this season or in years past. And so I just felt much better about these value running backs, knowing I could get up to a Devante at wide receiver that I felt like so good C- about CMC smash, but he got 18 touches today. You know what I mean? Like he didn't smash, but like he, he like the, to what, to Sammy's point, he got 18 touches, scored the receiving touchdown, like did his thing, but it is, it is just a little bit different um, compared to that 2019 Panthers offense, you know? It is. And I think that's more like what we're going to see from him. Like we're not going to continue to see these, like where he used to have like basically 20 expected points on the ground and like 15 in the air. Like, I don't think we're going to see that again from him. Yeah. Like some, like somehow Kyle Allen was better for his fantasy value than, than Cam Newton is. So I, I don't know. I, I, and I also was just higher on Ingram than the field, I guess. I think too many people like watch football through a lens of like, do I think this guy is good versus Oh wait, this guy has seen a 15% target share and is at 5.4 K and is going to get rushing workload. Like Ingram to me, wasn't like, was it was a great play. And for him to be the lowest owned of all those running backs was, was surprising to me. Tony Jones, bro. Aren't you worried? Yeah. Weren't you worried about Tony Jones? I mean, called out from the practice squad. No, he didn't get called out from the practice squad. He, 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 Tony Jones was playing like a lot at the beginning of the season before he got hurt. I mean, Tony Jones had, uh, before he got injured, had a 35%, a 27% and a 21% snap share in the games before he got injured. He, they, they liked Tony Jones. They cut Latavius Murray to use Tony Jones as that compliment to Alvin Kamara. Mark Ingram ran like 76% of the rushing attempt share and like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Ingram was a bad play. I don't think he was. I just did not feel nearly as confident in him as I did last week. That's well, all, yeah. I mean, so this, so this is twice that I've looked at the Saints and been like, yo, like this team could literally get shut out. I mean, they are in such a bad environment. I played the Philly DST in a lot of my GPPs. I was just like, dude, New Orleans is, is going to get rickrolled. And for the they second straight get, week. They did get rickrolled. They, and, and they did, but for the second straight week, they were feisty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of hung in the game. And Ingram, I mean, last week, Ingram scored a touchdown when they were like down 20. This week, he got like four receptions on that last drive to, to go from like snowflake to like decent value. Um, and, that's, and that's fantasy. Like, I don't want to say he lucked out. He was on the field for those things. But these are the reasons I didn't like Ingram. I didn't think he had any upside. Like, and, and I, want, I want upside. I want it. Yeah. So Sammy, you and I both played Tyreek over Devante and I don't even like, they literally, I've, I've almost never seen two players projected so close. They were like, 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 like literal, like tenths of a decimal separating them. The reason why I played Tyreek over Devante was cause I had Mahomes. Um, so I just, I just, and, and I like the late swap equity. Yeah, I, I played Tyreek over Adams because I'm a mentally weak cucksuck. And I said, I looked at my lineup and said, wow, I don't have any Chiefs in my cash lineup. I need to get some Chiefs. Like, how mentally weak is that? Um, I, I literally lost it's money. not mentally strong. It's not. 
It's not. I need to have Chiefs. Like, what an idiot. Like, that is just such asinine thinking. And I hate money. It's just like, you don't need to. You just I mean, if, if, the, if the Cowboys... If, if this Cowboys, game goes the way that you thought yeah. it would have, yeah, this re, game could have buried you, Sammy. Well, it, yeah. it, it, it didn't. Instead, uh, Adams uh, buried me. That was, I mean, Ty, that was the Tyreek had Tyreek had 60 yards and three receptions on the first drive. Like Tyreek yeah. was very close to just like lose. Like it had the Cowboys remained competitive in this game. We're, we're looking at Tyreek, you know, doing what he did in week one, just like completely oh, losing. I, I had mind. visions. I had visions of Diggs like trying to jump around on Tyreek and just getting roasted like Davis. Like Ty, Tyreek had Tyreek had a legitimately bad game here and got 20. Yeah, I, I think Tyreek Devontae was a coin flip. There is a I don't total think he, coin flip. I like I got on the right side of it. I don't think it was because of anything sharp. It just happened to be that way. I, I just in general, Devontae Tyreek, Tyreek and GPP, Devontae and Cash. Like that's just I, where I, I'm gonna I be tried at to more. play. That's, that's I tried right, to play, Nate. That's and I, and I always say it. I always say Tyreek is a crappy cash play. Cause he's just so up and down. No, that's like that dude. The that's idea old, that Tyreek that's, killed, that's like yeah. 2017 takes. He yeah, is like a target monster these days. Got, he actually gets that volume. He's got 40 targets over, or more than that over their last three games. It's more of just a, like, Devontae's workload to me is, it, like, I just have, even at halftime, like, there's no doubt Devontae's going to get his 30. Where, where with Tyreek, I don't know. Tyreek yeah, Tyreek has a question. Devontae Adams is never out of the game plan. He is always the number one Tyreek guy. Tyreek is also always, never out of the game. He was the number one guy. Tyreek is has more targets, more receptions, more yards, and more touchdowns than Devontae Adams this year. I'm sure because Tyreek has had like multiple like 40-point games. I know, but the 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 idea that Tyreek is like this volatile player that like disappears from the game plan sometime, it's not true. They don't have the not, luxury. Not, not of disappears, doing that but he doesn't have the floor that Adams has. He does. That's true. I no, I will say Adams' floor is slightly higher. Like in cash games. Yeah, sure, Adams sure. Adams, Adams's stone floor is probably a little bit higher, but it's not that it's also not that Devontae Adams is completely immune. Um, you know, from from we literally he literally did it last week. He had seven he had seven for seventy-eight last week. Like yeah, but the, and, but this week he was in the dome, bro. He was in the dome. He had he had six for forty-two. The he were were two straight snowflake Devontae Adams games in a row. Like it's it's that the idea that like, and I'm sure someone's listening to this being like, bro, you didn't play Adams over Reek. It's like, dude, they're literally, literally are the biggest coin flips in DFS right now. Those two well, guys. I, I flipped, I, I lost the coin flip and, and I chose that end of the coin. I had Adams at the beginning of the week, right? That, that first lineup I sent you guys, it was like yeah. Devontae. I tried, I tried to, I tried to play both with Huntley. Yeah, I will say this though. You should have done that. He was as good as Mahomes. <laughs> Even though I, <laughs> he was better, probably. I like Sammy, you were able to work it out where you were able to get both Tyreek and CMC. And I do think Tyreek Devante is a coin flip, but I don't think Tyreek Devante CMC is a coin flip. I think getting the wide receiver upside is is is, it's is better, better. It's better because the person you replace them with is better too. Yeah, a five K running back in Mark Ingram and Devante is much better than CMC and freaking t higgins like it, it just the running back value at 5k is much stronger than the wide receiver actually tyler huntley outscored patrick Mahomes. i just want i just want that oh. to be on the record here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, can 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 we tilt? Can we can we tilt <sighs> T Higgins a little bit more? I, I don't think I'm I done mean this actually. Fuck it. This is the he's the new Mark Andrews. He is the new guy who just has has led me to a space that is me- like I am mentally unwell when I think about him. However, if I again want to look on the positive side, now that we've seen him be cocked by Tyler Boyd in a game, now that we know that's in the realm of possibilities, I think I have freed myself of the tyranny of the median projections with, with T Higgins, because now um, we can move T Higgins target share down. We can move Tyler Boyd's target share up. We can even uh, adjust Cincinnati a little bit heavier on the run pass ratio. Like it's just not happening for T Higgins and I'm, I'm over it. I'm done with it. He can't hurt me anymore. And I just, I, I can't, I cannot with him anymore. I think everything you said is fair and I, I echo it. And I mean, how many times have we played T Higgins this year? It's gotta be, it's gotta be the guy we played the most, I think. Yeah, right. Like I literally played him like 50% of the slates this year and he never probably, gets probably there. He's more. never I gotten there. He's never he's, gotten there. He literally, he, gets he literally yards. is not. He gets 97 yards, three yards away from the bonus. One week he gets down at the one the next week. He, I mean, literally this T Higgins thing is the most tilting thing week after week after week after week. And he's still, Next week, I am going to be looking at this again, and I hate this. So since since T. Higgins returned from injury uh, against, I believe he returned against the uh, the Jets. No, no, he returned against Green Bay. Seven for 32, six for 44, 15 targets, seven receptions, 62 yards, four for 97, six for 78 and now thank god we got the two for 15 and we can just be done with them yeah only, only 85 yards short of the bonus this week guys we almost got there <laughs> this is like the oh. first week he's had expected points under double digits so it's like maybe i will not like be able to not play him next week but i mean like i don't even know who the Bengals play next week but like maybe maybe he will actually be a good okay they play the steelers next week maybe he'll be a good tournament play but probably not even Probably Chase will just do it again because Chase is just way better than him. Yeah. Chase is an alpha, and then you got the betas and Boyd and Uzoma. Chase only got six targets. And they just share the the beta work. This is just a bad game. I mean, Chase only got six targets, too. It was really Tyler Boyd this week that saw most of the – I mean, they just just destroyed – the the i mean burrow through 29 times and and well they, they didn't even destroy him the game was just ugly i think it was 10-6 at halftime and then 13-6 and then you know chase got one touchdown and they got a a, a mix in touchdown at the end but like vegas is just weak sauce like they just don't have it yeah I mean, no that, they, that, that's all there's which, which everybody knows everyone knows the raiders suck yeah. talk about the fakest start remember after like two three weeks of the season people were like, i mean is dude Vegas for real why don't you go do it? Do a Google News search for Derek Carr MVP, and it just in October there will be like a bunch of them, and then there's never been a Derek Carr MVP article published in November ever. <laughs> are we uh, are, are are we discounting the loss of offensive genius John Gruden after? Oh game? shit, no! But this I did want to talk about this. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I started to get bad vibes about the Cowboys game, not only because of the Amari Cooper COVID, but Tyron Smith was out for this game too. So you lose your left tackle and you lose not your best wide receiver, but probably schematically Amari is their most important because he plays, he does, he goes outside on both sides and plays the slot and he's their motion guy a lot of the time. And obviously I didn't do anything about it. I just played a shit ton of Cowboys Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, you weren't worried at all. Yeah. 
no, I was, I was, but I didn't do anything about it. Um, just out of pure FOMO, like uh, the, the only way I have to explain how I played today in tournaments was FOMO that, that chiefs Cowboys would be, would be chiefs Rams part two. And that it, the ownership stuff wouldn't matter because all so many guys were going to be scoring points in that game. But I mean, I, I think clearly watching that game, I think the loss of Amari Cooper seemed to be pretty big. Like their offense looked terrible in the first half, even before CD got confessed. Yeah, their offense really does need CD on the inside, Gallup, and Amari on the outside. They it, just it, needs it, to have the ability to move them. They just has yeah. to, you have to be able to move them. Well, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear Gallup is more successful outside. CD does, and I know you guys like roasted me earlier in the year when I, when I had that take, but like CD is C- just more successful in the slot. Dude, he's, like, he's a full, he's a full outside wide receiver. He's barely played in the slot this year. That's not true, Davis. Every Dude, it is. Been I, slot, I, I, no, I, when they're all healthy, he's been playing in the slot. They Davis, and every time play. he's in the slot, he's more successful. His yards per target, his yards per route. Well, for every for every wide receiver. Higher. So for every wide receiver. He does not receiver. succeed on the outside the way that you think he does. But CD has only played uh, on the year 26% of his snaps out of the slot. That's seventh of Dallas Cowboys wide receivers in terms of slot percentage. Because he's been forced there because of all the injuries. Yeah, but when he's when everything is optimal, when CD is at his best, it's when he's on the inside. When Gallup's on the outside, when Cooper's on the outside, that's when the offense is running at its best. But at the end of the day, uh, we all played Gallup. We all played Higgins. There's, I mean, we don't need to sweat that anymore. Uh, Gallup could have Gallup could have broken the Gallup could have broken the slate on the first play <laughs> from scrimmage. Broken the slate at eighty percent ownership. Yeah. Well, I'm just um, saying in ter- in terms of like you couldn't win without him because he was so owned. Yeah, Gallup, you needed I think in cash games. He was like a very clear like he was in play before the Cooper news and then after the Cooper news he was a smash. Tight end, yeah. I went different than you guys. Uh, I went Goddard and was shocked at how low yeah. his ownership. Yeah. No, was. you 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 deserve to get paid for that. He he was down at the one and really should have been in. Yeah, and he, he, rolled, had, he rolled over a defender and was definitely in the end. And he had he had a and, very ticky tack offense uh, OPI called as well. And the OPI wasn't even on him; it was on somebody else across the field. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even catch that. Oh, yeah. I was so tilted. He caught two touchdowns, and neither one counted. I mean, he should have smashed. And he was at like, I just don't know why nobody played him because like, he wasn't because everybody at that price point played Schultz. Yeah, is why. Yeah. Uh, in the massive $25 double up Schultz was 12%. Um, and, oh wait, no, I'm looking at the spy. So he's going to be, well, let me find, but, but I, I played, I played Schultz. Yeah. It, but I, I think the thing is this, is that Schultz obviously should have, and, and did, uh, have more volume because, um, see, yeah, because Cooper. I mean, Schultz. Out. Schultz got a plenty of all, like his role is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I think he probably like projected. You 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 can tell me this better than uh, I don't. We have had we had we had we had Goddard a little better. But but the challenge with Goddard is that the last couple of weeks the Eagles have like they might they might throw sixteen times exactly any other team like he's just got a, a very I think he's a fantastic play he's just got a low floor because yeah they if they get up like they have no interest in throwing the ball um, yeah I mean a, we we have Goddard we have Goddard projected for the highest target share of any tight end like we have him projected for more of a share than kelsey more of a share than waller more of a share wow. than kittle yeah um which is is reflective of 
how he plays. It's just that it, it's so like when you're doing projections, it's very hard to be like, yeah, this team's going to pass the ball 16 times. You know, we, if, so we have these crazy projections for Goddard pretty much every week where, well, I mean, he was our number one value tight end this week, but again, it's hard to account for the outcomes where uh, they, they literally throw the ball 16 times. I mean, how many times did, did Hertz throw it today? I think yeah, I don't have a, it in front of me, probably 24, 20, yeah, tw- 24 ton, times, but... which is the most of he's thrown in the last month. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, I had Goddard for nearly a 25% target share, and I had Schultz for barely above 15. And so, no, you, you, things. so you played better than me, but it was a feel thing on Schultz. And, <laughs> and I, and, and I liked the late swap, which I should have probably tried to do. I was just too depressed to even look. Um, cause there was a way, there was a way to get Kelsey. Yeah, um, this is, this was an all time like swap, Davis swap. Uh, I didn't think I needed it, right? I didn't, I didn't think I needed it because, because every play basically busted in the, in the first game. I mean, Ingram kind of got there, CMC kind of got there and Adams got there. But other than that, you know, I was expecting Mahomes to beat by Tua by 10, you know, and and for Tyreek to come close to matching Adams and, and for Higgins to get his weekly 13 and a half and, you know, so the it, I, I needed to swap at halftime of the 4 p.m. games is, is, what, is what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we was, all played the Browns defense. Yeah. No I mean, brain. they were just they were just a lock. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll do I'll do my shitty uh red zone team first. Uh so so this team, I actually didn't mega chalk donkey it, and I played Joshua Allen uh played him at 8.3% owned played AJ Dillon at 50% owned I played uh the third string running back for the Tennessee Titans Donta Foreman at uh at uh, 8.3% Pringle at 6% as my exposure that game Diggs at 10% Michael Pittman Jr. as the bring back at 4.3 John Bates as at 10% and Zeke as the leverage for you know what that game ended up being, which was terrible for fantasy. It's just Zeke got injured. Um, the Browns defense, this team got 92 points and it was terrible. Yet again, yet again, Zeke going off with an injury that like should sideline him for the game. And he just, but he just can't right just, back out there. Can. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> can't let Pollard cut. Uh, I, I actually, honestly, this team is terrible, but like looking at it, I'm like, this actually, I'm, I'm pretty fine with all these decisions I made. Um, I didn't, I didn't even consider the possibility that Dontrell Hilliard would be the Titans leading back guy. I also didn't really consider the possibility that the Titans would lose outright to the Houston Texans. And I didn't consider the possibility that the Colts could score 40 points with Michael Pittman Jr. getting two receptions. And so I guess that's just a, an opportunity for me to expand my, my mind a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, I think my team was even worse. I I mean, look, just looking, looking at these ownerships and looking at how everything correlated, I like feel pretty good about the decisions I made here. Like, I'm like, I probably play this again, (laughs) to to be honest. (laughs) I, uh, I did a Josh Allen double stack. I was happy with the ownership percentages when I saw them flipped Josh Allen, it was under 10% Diggs and Knox were both under 10%. And I felt great about that. Knox was who I had on this team originally. And then I was like, dude, I need a Zeke team to own the libs. So I swapped like, you know, Knox and some 5k guy to Bates and Zeke. Yeah. 
Um, and then at running back, I went Connor uh, Wilson. I had uh, Jamar Chase. T Higgins and uh, Marcus Johnson uh, as my, like Marcus Johnson was the one guy <laughs> every once in a while. I build this way where I have like, this is why I think like, Marcus Johnson was bad. Wasn't he like 12%? No, he was single digits. Okay. Okay. Never but mind. I mean, he was 3,500. He was 3,500. Julio's dead. Chester. I mean, all these other guys for Tennessee are dust. So I was like, I actually thought Tennessee was going to smash here. Like I did I not. Think most, I think that was a common opinion. So uh yeah i had a lot of ryan Tannehill, marcus johnson stuff so marcus johnson going out on the first play or the first drive of the game not helpful marcus johnson and aj brown both yeah. went out well right? aj came back in and then went out and then came back in and went out again he little, little did you know that westbrook akine would be back in our lives in a big way it said that they just had to cut josh reynolds for him to get there yeah yeah well so ne- neither of you jackson apes is cash um no I, I also I also did not cash. I think my team. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you'd lead with uh, you know I got this sick min cash out of my uh, Jalen Hurts naked with uh, Tommy Tremble at tight end team. Oh, no no buddy, I would murder a small family for a min cash at this point. Uh, I did a Mahomes double uh, with Mahomes, Tyreek, and Byron Pringle. And Pringle I- Pringle should have gotten a so paid sammy he should have gotten us so paid he was the best play in that game he had the 37 yarder on the on the second drive i mean we should have gotten paid dude it's it's so unfair we just run bad you know yeah Uh, obviously the best gpp play that there was um i brought it back with both schultz and michael gallup so i did kind of a schultz was the good dallas play yeah um and then i played nick chubb in this lineup he was my favorite yeah, I love I love Chubb. It was just so hard to fit him with these expensive QB teams. I I played him on one of my spy teams. Yeah, I mean the the real the real play was Jonathan Taylor. Um, obviously in retro turns out because he, he scored yeah. you know fourteen touchdowns. But the other thing was is that Jonathan Taylor is besides CMC basically the best fantasy player, like the best, and nobody played him because of a bad matchup. And it's just like, it's just, I think, so I, think, I think no one played him for the same reason that people didn't really play CMC. And for the reason that people didn't really play Chubb that much, which is just that people, the cheap running backs, dude, it's just more fun to make teams. It's way more fun to make teams with a bunch of 5k running backs and sick quarterbacks and expensive wide receivers than it is to be like, I can't decide if I want to play Marcus Johnson or Nick Westbrook, Akeem. Like, I mean, it, yeah. it's true, but like, Taylor literally gets a hundred yards and like multiple touchdowns always like it never does like like every week yeah every every week and I I think people like looked at it and if they were I did if I was choosing an expensive running back it was CMC or it was Chubb or it was Chubb right but like why don't we take the just like the the best guy who nobody plays because of a bad matchup weren't you worried about the matchup no dude he scored five touchdowns like the guy's a, a, a complete animal. So that would have been really smart. Um, but I did Chubb, Dylan, and Jeff Wilson. So I went fairly chalky with running back. Uh, I just got a little weird with Chubb. And then I rounded it out with uh, the Eagles DST. Um, like I said, I was a really big fan of the Eagles DST. Uh, they were the best play uh, in my entire lineup. Probably. See, see I, thought that, I thought that the Bills defense – was the best I and that was the so I played the Browns and the Bills as my two defenses in tournaments this week um you played the, the Browns, Browns? Def- yeah 
Buddy, you can't play a 20% or a 30% owned defense. Davis. Wait, what? What are you talking Davis, about? Davis, that's like the easiest exclusion in the history of, ex- like, GPP. Dude, yeah, what are you talking about? about we we talked about this back? like two weeks ago or last if week. You're well, get me about you know, last sometimes, backs, sometimes you don't you just play, play a DST bad. at 30% or a tight end at 40%. Like, those are the two positions that are the most volatile in all of, like, projecting. And you well, deal with projections all week long. Why you just would you play get bad. on the chalk at defense? Because I just it, played. Back. Davis is taking the L, Nate. He's taking. The I L. just played bad. Like <laughs> I just played bad. Like I also also Tim Tim Boyle is like the woe ever. So I was just like, what? I was fine with it. You, you're like they they are definitely scoring 17 points and they're gonna break the slate. I have to be part of this. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta play 20 percent on Browns. Buddy, I I had I I could have played them with Nick Chubb as like the DST running back correlation. I was like, nah, I gotta get off this. Like I only played. I I'm looking at it now. I only played the Browns on one team. I played the Bills on all my other ones and. uh should I should either? Yeah, I was no. I was a lot of Philly and Baltimore. Those were those were the teams that I landed on. I I didn't yeah. have a good read this week um, for tournaments. Honestly, honestly, normally like when I build, I'm like, okay, I want two, um, um, you know, three three and one on this team. I want a two and one on this team. I want bringbacks here. I want and I I just didn't have a great feel looking at like the way I built these lineups. Didn't have a good feel this week. I mean, all I knew was that I wanted to play Pringle. And that I wanted to play a bunch of these cheap running backs and that I didn't want to play any running backs in my flex. Cause I knew that the three running back builds were going to be really popular, but I wanted AJ, AJ Dillon. I wanted Josh Allen stacks with Cincinnati exposure. And that was yeah. with Tennessee fillers. Man, and it did not go well. Jeff Wilson jr. By the way, uh, like some of the most gnarly run bad you're going to have T- 21 touches. Uh, what Debo scores a rushing touchdown. Jimmy G misses him. Wide ass open. Oh, that, that was brutal, oh. Jimmy. That and then the so Debo, brutal. the Debo rushing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but here, I, but but Trey Sermon cucked him a bunch too, and we weren't I at know. all worried about Trey Sermon, and we should have been. No, no, Trey Sermon. Didn't Davis get was in. too worried about Tony Jones. No, Trey wasn't Trey thinking Sermon, about the real threat. Trey Sermon had until the last drive of the second quarter. Trey Sermon had one carry. I. It was it 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 was because the Jaguars did not do their part. Well, that's true, but the Jaguars were never going to do their part. Yeah, but they were only, they were only, um, it was, it was what, six point faves? Like, and also I mean, the, the bottom line was Jeff Wilson, did he get a target? Yeah. That we just oh, talked the, about. The one he we missed. Just, yeah, yeah. And he, he caught it. He caught another, he caught another one too. But we knew, we knew Jeff Wilson wasn't going to see double digit target share. Like Jeff Wilson was a guy that you're playing for the 20 rushing attempts. It was the same thing as when we aped into Eli Mitchell, who smashed for us. He just he just ran bad. Yeah, we know San Francisco guys like that aren't going to get crazy. Yeah, crazy running back targets. But well, this was a crappy I, week. I even did good in cash, and I like I hate this week. This well, was I hate this just, week, and I didn't do good in cash. Yeah, Davis? I just didn't really, I just didn't really have a very good time. Very very big, um, like week eight. Mark Andrews dropping a touchdown <laughs> with 99 yards vibes. But you guys got to step it up in these three-man stand. If if I did like a three-man standing this year, it'd be it you you guys are just not doing well. Oh, well, look at that. Is it about time to end the podcast or Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it sure is getting late. <laughs> it sure is getting late. Do you got do you guys want to do a, a Thanksgiving preview? To, we for should. the people? 
We I should. mean, this, th- we were talking about it before we started recording, Davis. This yeah, Thanksgiving it's, slate. It's, it's like it's like probably the worst Thanksgiving slate of our life. We Is got Justin we got, Fields going to play. See, I think it's he went to the t- concussion tent, right? I I heard like nothing about it. It was very weird. It was like he was pulled in. Well, I mean, you know, Nagy has just been trying to get Dalton the job back because he doesn't know how to coach Justin Fields. Maybe, maybe this could be good things for Cole Komet. I don't know. But I, I will tell you, I will tell you, like, we're not going to have C.D. Lamb. We're not going to have Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Be- thank God they haven't done the pricing yet because Cedric Wilson and, and those guys would all be 3000 Yeah. I mean, so at just- least at least we're going to have to do like Gallup's going to be 6800 probably. Yeah. <laughs> what's Malik Turner going to be? We need to have some Malik Turner in our lives. He'll be, he'll be the, he'll be the cheapest. He'll be the cheapest. going to be our, our boy. Who's going to like, Oh my God. Can you imagine Pollard on on Thanksgiving day? I would actually, if Pollard, if, if, if Zeke is out, I will MME on Thanksgiving. I'll, 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 I will, I will play a bunch because uh, it's just finally time. You know, I actually think it's better if Zeke plays. It's better if Zeke plays so that you get Pollard at lower ownership and then Zeke, hobbles off the field and then Pollard just does what he does. How like many, how many every time Pollard touches the ball, he looks electric. It's insane. How I, many I weeks love, in I love row the Nate boots on the this? ground film watching takes. This is great. Go on, Nate. Dude, Go on, Nate. Every time Pollard touches the ball, it's insane how much more explosive he looks than Zeke. It's insane. Even when Zeke's not hobbling, it's so shocking to me that they don't give him more touches. Yeah. I just don't get it. All right. I just, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. Football I can't. sucks, guys. Yeah. Really excited to watch this Chargers-Steelers Sunday night football game. I mean, it's, it's already great. Deontay Johnson is already alfing as, as we record. All right. Well, I can't wait for him to fumble. The I got game some away. Chase Claypool <laughs> overs, so hopefully. Yeah. Um, oh, Ben just missed Deontay, so. And now Najee Harris is going to get a one-yard touchdown. All right. Let's end it everyone we'll uh we'll see you back next week hopefully for uh well i don't know maybe you guys like it when we lose so so send more invites yeah send more invites whirling dervish nate and davis maddox we'll be back next week